lot to discuss today. Yeah, we definitely do. And I remembered you saying, and we both said that last week, because we had to miss it, because everybody was so busy on the show, that we would supersize this week's episode. And I thought, I might need to go out and do something just so I have something to talk about on this show. Because my weeks are so structured right now between work, tennis, pickleball, whatever else, that I don't have a lot else going on. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I definitely am a creature of habit and routine. Me Even too. before the pandemic, I've just always been that way. Oh, yeah. You know, I kind of have the same morning routine and whatever. But I what do is find that? that I'm... S- well, now it's... I wake up at 8.50 and I go to the gym for an hour and then I come okay. back and I... Depending on my interview schedule, I usually have coffee and I read in the morning until my first meeting, which is always at 11. I have a team meeting Got at 11. It. And then I get to, Got like, it. get ready for my show day. But... You know, I've become more regimented and more routined in the pandemic, which is odd because I feel like a lot of people without that structure of work office hours don't have a routine and a structure for stuff. But it's the opposite for me, oddly enough. Well, that's exactly the thing for me. It's like being having to force yourself to have that routine routine routine. Did I really just say that? Having that routine. Yeah has forced me to really manage my my personal space and my time in a way that I never had before and I'm so much more productive as a result of it. I have all of my shit in order even more than I ever did. So I feel well, you on that. Limits, it limits what you have to think. It's like kind of why I wear all black every day because like I don't want to think about what same, I'm going to wear. You same. Know? Why are we the same person? This is why we've been drawn to each other all these years. Of Does course. Andy, is Andy texting you at like 8.50 like where's my shit? Like get my life together? Like what is, no. how does he factor in? He's, he's, I mean, we're kind of like, we do our thing when we do our thing. I uh, okay. basically for my LA trip, uh, just to give you guys a oh, little yeah. bit recap, I was in LA for two weeks and he got his star. Uh, That's I think right. we talked about that. No, actually yeah, we, we didn't did. talk about that oh. a little bit, but, um, I can't remember like a recording. I know. I can't And he got a star, which was so nice. John Mayer spoke to Beverly Hills house. I spoke. I mean, it was like, it's right outside on Hollywood Boulevard. And so yeah. like, TMZ buses are going by and. It's kind of frantic, but it was also Ben's birthday, and that was really sweet. And then, um, so that was great. Oh, I talked about the Bjork concert I went to, which was awesome. That's right. Oh, you had said you were maybe going to go to a John Mayer concert, and I think you did. I went to that. I went to that. Um, Andy was there as well. And so I got to see John Mayer um, at, at a serious show, which was really, really cool. In fact, at the end, like... The show was basically 8 to 9.30, and at mm-hmm. 9.10 or whatever, I knew it was regimented because it was a live concert on Sirius, so I knew that he, had, he wasn't just going to play. It was a set time. Sure. And maybe there was like 20 minutes left. It was like 9.10, and all of a sudden he's playing a song, and he was like, do you need a medic? Do you need a medic? Are you okay? Give me a thumbs up. Do you need a medic? And there was what? someone in the middle of the audience. I was standing kind of on Ugh. the side with Andrew. Someone in the middle of the audience, I guess, too excited, out. dehydrated, drugs, you know, the, the normal <laughs> slate of things that people like to take <laughs> yeah. at music shows. It's not that crazy for this to happen, but right. it was interesting to see because it was my first real concert that it had happened post the Travis Scott incident, which happened right. earlier this year at Astroworld. And I feel like I know what's happened to Adele a few times. I think this is kind of like setting this new precedent. I don't know how you can enforce it at music festivals when there's like 900 yeah. million people at like Coachella, but... I think for at least more intimate shows um, that are like standing, I think this is going to be more the precedent now where artists are actually making sure that the audience 
is yeah. good. Is okay. You know? Yeah. But yeah. also that's a lot of pressure for the artist. I mean, if you're up on a stage performing your life's work, you know, especially music in particular, you've got so many other things going on. How can you also be looking out into the audience to make sure people are okay i don't know i mean this was right in front of him so maybe it just like caught his eye it's not like you know and he's like such a nice guy and he was like no we're gonna Mm -hmm. get you a medic we're gonna get you a medic and he's a really good guy so that was in a way nice to see obviously i hope she's cool but um it was nice to see i'm kind um, of taking extra precaution for it yeah for sure i met john mayer although not like we didn't speak i was a an audience member of the show on fuse tv it was called a different spin with mark hoppus who was oh uh, yeah blink 182 blink 182 i'm a huge huge blink 182 fan i don't know if anybody knows that but he had john mayer on his show and then after the show john mayer came over and like said hi to everybody and kind of like shook her hand and stuff and i was like it was such a surreal moment for me because I remember seeing John Mayer on the tonight show with Jay Leno before he was even known. And I remember being like, I'm a, I love this guy. Oh my God, this album is going to be amazing. And I was a huge John Mayer fan long before he was like famous. So I kind of like had that full circle moment of being able to see him, you know, in person like that. He didn't perform that day, but I would love to see him in in concert. So what else happened in LA? What else did you do before we get into microchipping kids? It, honestly, like those were huge <laughs> highlights for me, That's great, which was great. Yeah. And um, you know, we flew back kind of before shitty weather happened, which was also pretty great. The flight back oh, yeah. was just so much better than going there because going there is like five hours and forty five minutes, and coming yeah. back is like four hours and forty five minutes. Yep. And that last hour, man, like changes <laughs> the flight. But I will say, coming back, I was. Nadine is notoriously late. I love her, but she's notoriously late. And we were going to miss our flight. And oh, God. She ended up missing it from her bag. So I got on the flight because there was no extra you seats did. on the next flight. So we had to fly separately, but she was like an hour behind me in the air. Okay. Okay. Because okay. she had a lot of care. She had a lot of checked baggage, and I don't. Sure. So anyway, I get to my seat. So I'm like kind of a little late into my seat. And this guy sitting there, probably around our age, um, with a with a dog. In fact, I told him to listen to this podcast. So I wonder <laughs> if he's going to listen to it. But anyway, yeah. sitting with this dog, right? And the dog is like laying down where my feet are supposed to be. Now, how big is and the dog? The dog, I want to say, is probably like twenty five pounds. Okay. Nothing big. crazy. Not not crazy, but big. Big, yeah. but not a like not like a micro dog or anything sure. like that. So the dog's like laying down, and uh, it could be thirty <laughs> pounds. And he's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." And I go, "What?" I go, "Yes!" <laughs> and I like scream in the middle of you the plane, couldn't... and like. Yeah. I couldn't have been happier. I yeah, could yeah. not have been happier. And of course, like, I love all of God's creatures, which are animals. Sure. I'm slightly allergic to dogs. And I knew that this dog was not going to oh. be hypoallergenic. But it's not like I can't be around dogs. It's like I have to just be very mindful not to touch my eyes. Sure. Because they itch. The okay. oil from the dog's hair, right? So Got it. I was like, oh my God. I wasn't going to tell him that because I didn't want him to like be so paranoid Feel... about trying to keep the dog away yeah, from me, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no. I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> I was like, please. I was like, the dog. Please. I was like, the dog's name was Leo. I was like, Leo can be wherever Leo wants to be. It's Leo's plane, and I'm just living in it. And so the entire time, I was petting Leo. I started yeah. got to know Leo, and he's a he was a um, not emotional support, but service dog. And okay. I said to the guy sitting next to me, Ari, I said, I know you're not supposed to touch service dogs, you know, because they're trained to help their yeah, owner that's in right. certain ways. Yeah. So I was like, I'm so sorry, I didn't know. And he was like, oh, my God, no, like, you can touch Leo. Like, it's fine. He's the best dog ever. So I was like, thank fucking God. Yeah, yeah. So the dog and I get to know each other the entire time. Leo's sleeping on my feet. 
that I can't Aww. move. It's laying on my feet that every time I go up to go to the bathroom, Leo looks like I just, I killed someone. Like you've He's like, where the fuck puppies. are you going? What, so why I are you pet doing him every time. Exactly. So I pet him every time and I'm like, I'll be right back. I'll be right Aww. back. I'll be right back. We have, And he's always like, where my like thighs are in the seat, the inch in between the armrest and where my thigh is in the seat, he Don't puts tell his, me face, it's his face. Like in, of course, he puts his face uh. there, so I pet it. I know. Death. And then, last half hour of the flight, okay? Now, the guy next to me and I are talking. He's very nice. He needs the fucking dog, okay? He needs this dog yeah. for flying. The Leo, okay, yeah. wedges his face. No. And he's done this a couple of times where he'll put his paws on my knee. And every time <laughs> oh he's like, down, Leo, down, Leo, down, Leo. And I was like, no, no, no. It's fine. I love dogs. I love dogs. So I start petting him. Well, the last 30 minutes, where wherever what? you're flying into JFK, it always gets a little windy. Right. Last 30 minutes, Leo doesn't even take a beat, hops up on my lap and rests his hand, rests his head into my arms. What? I'm cradling him like baby Bjorn. And I look over at Ari and I start laughing. And Ari's like, are you okay with this? And I look at him, I go, are you okay with this? Like, I just usurped your fucking dog. And the last half an hour, Leo lays like a fucking baby in my arms. I'm like texting oh Nadine. I'm like, thank God I made this. I, I was you, just going to say, I this yes. Flight because I was meant to be here with Leo. And she's like dying. She's like, oh my God, I love this. You were a dog whisperer. Like, I was just going to say even... the same thing. He didn't even take a beat. Like, he was just hopped up in my arms, laid on me until the flight, and, like, wouldn't, didn't want to see me go. He was like, I love Uh, you. I want to be with you. And it turns out Ari lives on the Upper West Side with Leo, so I can see Leo whenever I want. We are. I was just going to say, wouldn't it be sweet if you could visit him? Yes. I saw John Mayer. I fell in love, John. LA was a trip. What more could you do in a trip to LA? You know what I mean? It was great. It was great. I love that story so much. We do, but I want to say, like, the other thing about this is that what better person to sit right. next to for you than, and for the owner, by the way, a, a, well, right. a dog lover. I mean, what more could you ask for? Love And that. one that was like, please suffocate me. If the dog <laughs> wants to shit on my shoes, please. Right. Mazel right. tov. I'm oh happy. My God. Well, this it is a good, great. this is a good segue because it makes me wonder, is Leo microchipped? Because... Mm. A lot of, you know, we had a conversation on last week's uh, full episode that I thought was so important and so interesting that we should bring it up on today's episode. It was about a missing person. You can go back and we won't spoil what happened in that episode if you haven't listened to it yet. But, you know, basically the conversation came up like, would you put a mic- a GPS tracking microchip in your kid the way that we can do to animals now to make sure that they're safe and, and found and don't go missing? And... It was a little bit of a debate even with us, not that we were necessarily in disagreement, but we both were sort of thinking out loud about this. So, Darren, well, I went... we don't on... have kids, so we well, were we kind don't, of like, right. would we, won't we kind of thing? It Our was kids are Leo, you know? I like, mean, that's, I mean that's the thing. speak for yourself, Leo's mine. Stop <laughs> yeah, trying to true. get in That's my true. Fucking... Maybe I need to back <laughs> off a little bit here. <laughs> so, the question, Darren, that we're going to pose here and have a conversation with is, would you, if you were to have a child, a child or children, yeah. would you GPS microchip them? And we posed this question in a poll on both Patreon and our Facebook group. We'll get to those details in a second. But yeah. Darren, I want to hear your official thoughts because you've had about a week or so to think a little more about this. And Would I've asked a couple it? people. And honestly, the results have been kind of split on the yeah. few people that I've asked. Now, granted, some of the people that I asked weren't necessarily parents. I'm very curious to ask my friend Brian and Sharon. I was just going to say Brian. Yeah. You know, 
I'm going to ask them this tomorrow, especially because they have a newborn. So they've, they sure. are probably at like the highest anxiety of thinking that anything's going to happen to her at any given time. So I'd kind of be curious to hear like, I also think your yeah. answer is going to change from your first kid to your second kid. You know, because yeah. your first kid, you're like, you bubble wrap them. And then I heard your second kid, you're like, yeah, they 100%. can play in traffic. They'll be fucking fine. They're, I've you know, heard that they're, too, they're yeah. More, you know, they're resilient. You know, and I am still really, I'm sticking with my original answer and I'm going to say no. And the reason I'm going to say no is because I really feel like it's more for me than it is for the kid. And mm, while there point. can be an argument to be made for that being a good thing, right? And I yeah. understand that argument. I think that the harm that it would cause of the kid... And, and I'm not saying micro-jumping causes physical pain. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. the feeling of distrust and always being monitored, I don't think sets good groundwork for yeah. trust in a parent-child relationship. But I absolutely 100,000 million percent like understand the want and the need to do it. Yeah, for sure. Like, Especially in I want to keep society. my kids on a fucking leash. Yeah, you know, yeah, like I don't yeah. want them crossing the street without me. But I just think that my own anxiety shouldn't usurp their freedom. I agree. Yeah. I'm in a place, you know, my response is somewhat similar to what it was on last week's episode. I'm, I'm on the unsure bracket. So basically on these, on our polls, which we're going to get to in a second, we had uh, the option where you could choose yes, no, or unsure. And I would have chosen unsure because everything you said basically, you know, is how I feel. But I will add that I have a very close friend of mine who is a little older than I am. I've talked about her a lot on the show who did uh, lose her son. He went missing when he was 18. And I've seen very firsthand the pain that is associated with that. And like, it's unimaginable in a lot of ways. And this is not to take away from any kind of death or anyone who's ever lost somebody to death. Or, or who has died, but the pain and the torment of the, of not having the closure of not only knowing if you're, imagine. you know what I mean? Not I even imagine. knowing if your if your loved one is dead or not, but just like if they're even alive and where they are, there are just so many layers to that pain that I have seen with my own two eyes and experienced that that leads me t- more towards yes. Now we've had we had some really interesting responses about this. That I think we should get to. First of all, let's go to our Patreon. I was gonna say though, with that, with your relative, is like, yeah, I one thousand percent understand not having kids, not having lost a kid, about the emotional response to wanting to do it. Like, sure, sure. There's nothing that I could empathize with more. So that I completely get. And I don't think it's, when I'm saying my opinion, I just don't want anyone thinking, like, I just think that people judge other people's parenting techniques sometimes too much. And like, this is judgment-free zone. We're just asking this as kind of like a thought starter. So I just want to say that. I want to be respectful to everyone uh, being a parent. Such a good point. I think we all have the same goal in mind, which is obviously to keep your kids safe. That's obviously the same goal. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're right. No, that's a great point. And um, yeah, no, no matter how you answer this or what your thoughts are, there's no judgment here. Like, it's not that serious. Right. You know, it's just a yeah. thought starter, as Darren said. So we went to Patreon. We asked you guys what to what you would think. And the resounding uh, response here was 50% pretty much said no. Um, yeah. The results were 50% no, 27% said yes, which I thought was a pretty big number. And 22% were unsure. Darren, let's take a couple of the uh, comments here. I'll take the first one. Ariana says, I say not sure, but my husband says, hell yeah. 
So <laughs> a little bit divided in a sense. I got to ask Nadine. I think she just went on a run. But after this, I was I'm thinking ask that, her yeah. what she would think about this. Or, um, or we need to call, ask your mom and dad, who are characters on our show at this point, by the way. Oh, my God. I should ask yeah. my mom and dad. Let's do that for next week's NMR and see what they say. I'm going to text them right now and ask them. Okay, good idea. Um, I'll do that. I'll read a couple more and see and if we get a response from I, them. I do have to say I've talked about this with my parents before. Not microchipping, but just like in terms of sexuality and the generations mm-hmm. kind of coming up being queer, I think my parents, I don't know for sure, but like the techniques that they might've approached me with now yeah. would be different than how they would have approached me oh, in 1988. Yeah. Like even my dad has said, like given the fact of like all the CTE that has come out with yes. uh, football players and oh, headers and yeah. soccer that he's not sure he would have like wanted Ooh. me to play soccer, but I played soccer for 18 years, you know? And like, Ooh. He was like, I don't know how I feel about that anymore. Like, I don't know how I feel about you wanting to play, like, touch football and stuff. So I think people's attitudes changed. And certainly in 1988, this wasn't even a fucking thought for them. So I'd be curious to see. But Katie uh, in our Patreon group says, I'm a teacher, and we found out a parent at the school was doing this by putting a tracker into the hem of their child's jacket. The child got on the wrong bus once, and after that, we found they had started keeping the tracker on them. As a new mom, I get it. But I think a microchip in their body seems too far. That's a that's a sort of great point here because you you're sort of splitting the line. I think you know, like you want to keep an eye on where your kids are, however you can with the resources you have. But maybe for this person, putting it into the skin is something they aren't really interested in. Well, and, you know? I, and I do think, especially now. I mean, God, all the horror stories I've heard about air tags and stuff like that, and people putting them I on know. cars. I, have I know air you tags. do. Yeah. So do I. I know you do. Find my friend. Yes. And so, if I had that clipped, you know, if you would, if your kids kind of have technology, mm-hmm. there might be something about connecting on that same network, so you always know at least where their phones are necessarily, or you could totally. see that they're in school oh, when they're not doing that. A but, thousand percent. Yes. You know, microchipping kind of takes it to this next level. Yeah. You know? And I'll say, my nephew was on my shared find my friends family thing for a while when he had an iPhone. He doesn't have one anymore. Um, and I was a hundred. I was on that shit every single day, making sure he was in right. school. Because, you know, especially as they become teenagers, they're more likely to skip school, and God only knows what they're up to. You know, I was such a good kid, and like, I mean, Me not too. a good kid, but I was just such a like follow the rules, like you know, Me whatever. Too. I that... still am like that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Yeah. Me I'm too. So my mom. mom, like my mom knew like she never had to worry about me because I was such a straight shooter. But anyway, yeah. Susan, who's a great uh, friend of the show on Patreon, said I would until they are 18 or 22 if they attended college. So now, that's until they're out of the nest, like until they're that she would do it until they have to leave home, because I feel like she feels yeah. like. She but wants then it's to know, like you know when when they're around when they're an adult it's okay yeah. to let them go. And then it's like what happens then? Do they remove the microchip? Is it like is it like when you get your wisdom teeth taken out like you know, oh I'm going to get my wisdom teeth, going to get my microchip, you know, like there's all these different yeah, coming of age surgeries. <laughs> I don't know. Um Philip says it's just so interesting cuz we're going to get to our Facebook group results which are like just kind of mirror it but kind of yeah. different philip uh on our patreon says i think chipping uh, chipping a child gives kidnappers motive to hurt them by cutting them open to remove mm. said chip whether or not they have one might be a very unfortunate situation if they don't have a chip but kidnapper would do anything to find one here is my thing though philip, is which is an interesting point is 
I don't know if that's motive to hurt people that they have a yeah. How would chick they know in them? Because how would they know unless there's like, like I don't know who's Got vaccinated me- or not. You a know, metal like, detector know. could it be something like that? Ew. Right. I mean, like, and I think that most parents would think of it as a deterrent, not yeah. as a motive to do that. So right. it's a really interesting. It's just yeah. interesting. Um, it's, it's, it's an, an interesting, interesting concept, okay. yeah. Get to our Facebook results, though. So, reminder, Patreon, yes, 27%. No, 50%. Unsure, 22 23%. However, that math works out. And I will say, our Patreon numbers, not as many people voted as our Facebook group. So, that's something to think uh, keep in mind. Uh, Facebook right. group, uh, our, number, our highest number was no, 45%. But a close second was 30% for yes. And I will say, I was keeping an eye on on uh, the results of this after I posted it. And it was pretty much neck and neck the entire time until the very I mean, end. That's, that's close enough. And I will say, yeah. I think we probably have more people in our Facebook than Patreon. Yes. So this might be a more accurate swath of yeah. what the general public is kind of thinking about this. Um, but it's interesting to see that there was, it does seem to be like almost a healthy split. I mean, I almost yeah. thought it was going to be 80-20, but it's not at all. It's no. not a clear-cut line. And we should say unsure, there were 25% of the vote that went to unsure. So some of these comments, I've taken the first I one. Know. Kristen just said, nope, 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 <laughs> yeah, uh, without having clear. any explanation. So Kristen, I totally get it. I'd be yeah. curious to hear like why the nope um, yeah. with some people, just because I want to know like my reasoning or if not, some people just like – think it's icky the idea right. of like implanting technology in people so i want to know if it's an ick factor or a trust factor for you Kristen. if you can let us know uh take the next one john yeah no i like Kristen's response very to the point there um, yes jenna wrote something really interesting and i thought we should definitely mention it she says i have five-year-old twins who are autistic one moderate and one severe they have teamed up to escape from our home before and the police became involved when they wandered away by the way worst nightmare sorry that this happened to you jenna after that i got them id bracelets but their sensory issues make it impossible for the kids to wear them not saying i would do it but i would consider it now we didn't even get into, you know. Great point. Yeah, all these other problems and issues that people have to deal with, with with raising children, let alone, you know, just the simple facts of whether or not to microchip them. So it's interesting to hear that Jenna, and by the way, this is the worst, this is the reason that you would do it, right? Because God forbid they don't get found. You know what I mean? I mean, that's... Or it's a safety issue, you know, especially if you have yeah. uh, two, two twins that are one's moderate and one's severely autistic, they might not understand, right. and I'm not speaking for Jen in any sort of way, but I, right. I, they might not understand that running into the middle of the street or going to a stranger's home is bad. And so in this case, safety, I think, is an important issue because they don't necessarily have their own autonomy right. for trust to even That's kind of play point. into it. You know, yes. And so I do think this, this in my case, I still think my, my way could be right, but I would yeah. absolutely do it in this case because it's an exception to my rule, if that well, makes sense. Well, definitely. And I had seen some other comments in our Facebook group from other parents or other teachers where children, specifically autistic children, I believe, are much more likely to what's called elope from the home. They want to leave. Yeah. They want to run out the door, etc. Now, I sure. don't know if that's true. I'm not a doctor. I don't, you know, I'm not a professional. I'm just sharing that um that is something I've read uh, in our Facebook group. And um, so I feel like when you have that concern to worry about, as you just said, Darren, I think it does sort of make you think differently about it. Um, Gabrielle Absolutely. said, 
I, yeah. uh, Gabrielle said, I would microchip. Absolutely. We already have Find My iPhone on our devices. That is with us all the time. True. We just talked about I Find My iPhone. I will say the difference there being, of course, is that it relies on your phone being on and connected yep. to the internet. And B, that is the location of your phone. It's not necessarily right, I was gonna the say, location That's microchipping your phone, yes. not the person holding the phone. So I... Yeah, I get her point. No, um, it's fair. I just, it's, I, fair. I, it's a it's a fair point. I just think that one is kind of like you know, I, I don't necessarily mind having Apple Watches be connected because you can kind of choose that, and exactly. you can leave your phone at home if you needed to. But microchipping feels a lot more permanent to me. Alex True. says, I mean, I'd microchip myself if it meant I could find. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta read this again. <laughs> yeah, try it again. Alex says, I mean, I'd microchip myself if it meant I could be found if someone snatched me up. <laughs> I mean I mean I, that good made point. Me, I mean that made me think like, wait, yeah, should I go get microchipped today? Maybe that's the question here. I don't know. Yeah, and I think I think for your personal use, if you wanted to do that, then you have every right to go fucking do that. Like, listen, I've you know, go it, do it. You and know, this connects to Gabrielle's uh, comment as well because I don't know about you, Darren. I I'm just I, when it comes to find my friends, I don't personally care if people know where I am. Like, if you're a friend of mine, to a certain degree, now, listen, if you're somebody I don't know personally or even an older friend, I'm not sure I would want you to know where I am. But if you're one of my best friends, like all of my find my friends are my best friends. I don't care. Like what, what, what would I have to hide? Essentially? There's only a benefit for them to know where I am. Do you hide? Do you do, um, find your friend with your boyfriends? Have you ever done I that? had, yes, absolutely, yes. That feels precarious to me. That's like really? what Nicki Minaj says about going through your phone. It's like, yeah, you know, God forbid. Because what if I'm like, yeah, babe, I'm heading home, but like I want to stop to get a milkshake. Well, okay. And they're like, well, why did you stop to get a milkshake? Who were you seeing? And you're like, no, I just like decided to get a milkshake. No, you know? I will say uh, those kind of conversations did happen in my last relationship. Um, it was never... Um, there was never anything shady going on between either of us. But yeah, I think it does beg the question, like if you're going to share your location like that, be prepared for questions like that. So like, I was always like, by the way, I never had those problems because I was either at work or at home. So it was very easy to like see right, where I was. Pickleball court yeah. Like I'm so simple. It. Exactly. Or I'm yeah. with Darren. That's literally the only three places I am. Um, so yeah, conversations like that definitely did come up, but in terms of microchipping and in terms of, uh, as an adult doing it, I don't know this, this comment from Alex made me think maybe I would in my adult life. Maybe we'll get to the last comment. Cause this is the one that makes me feel like I would. That's right. Darren Anjali says my cats are my children and they are both microchipped. <laughs> Honestly would have zero hesitation to do to human kids too though so Anjali has when seen you, when you say that Anjali yeah. I, 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 I might have to agree with you I might have changed <laughs> my mind on this my cats man they're yeah. they're not my children they're my goddesses yeah, so right. they're microchipping me that's, that's how right I absolutely yeah. you would share your location with your cats on find my friends is what you're saying just so um, they know that I was close to feeding them that's all that I <laughs> that's right that's right well what more is there to say? We would love to hear what you guys think. We may continue this conversation next week as well. So I'm going to um, ask my parents and I'm going that's to ask right. my, uh, my girlfriend. Okay. I'm going to ask my parents. I'll ask, I'll ask my ex who I'm very close with. He's one of my best friends. 
we'll see what he says. We'll see what, by the way, my ex also has kids. So we'll see what he has to say about that as well. Um, but let's definitely ask our parents and just read their text messages back. Um, on next week's I'm episode. Just, I'm just texting my dad. I'm texting my mom right now. Amazing. And, and it, it, I'm just saying, question. Yeah. If given the option, would you have microchipped me? Yeah. And and ma- mention like microchip about like GPS specifically, not like, God forbid, there be some kind of like vaccine conversation. That's not what we're talking about, folks. Yeah, um, no, I, I'm going to say it's like that. Yeah. And actually, okay. this could be a, this could be a thing for our listeners too. Texture, texture, texture. Uh, parents you know or somebody someone older than you that's the concept parents aunts uncles maybe even like older friends if you have them and just say hey you know what would you have done in this situation i don't want any like divorces being caused though, right exactly you guys can't agree on this subject that we fucking brought up on i know radishes, you know so. what i i will say though i've been very surprised at the like polite and respectful discord about this because this could be a very kind of hot topic issue i would say but like in our facebook group and patreon everyone was like oh good point like everyone's just so great i love our listeners okay wait my mom and dad already wrote oh my god okay well should we save it or no let's just do it you do it i'll bring it up next i just have to say because i do feel that like i'm the biggest loser because i asked my dad and he goes not necessary in your case which means that i'm a (laughs) fucking loser that's what that means it means you come home and the street lights are on and there's going to be no issue with where your whereabouts are right and i just yeah. go is it because i'm a loser dad is it because i'm a fucking loser yeah. so we'll see what he says yeah that. let us know what he says and then my mom said i don't think so she's like i don't think okay. i've microchipped you and right. i think my parents have always had like very strong trust with me i mean i think it's one of the yeah. reasons i was a really good kid that's right is be- and, you know my parents were always very honest about my drinking you know they were like if you're gonna yeah. drink just don't drive drunk we'll come pick you up so I've always had a very strong, solid trust relationship with my parents. And that's probably why they're saying that, because they automatically were just like, well, Darren would tell us the truth. So, yeah. But just remember, but remember, at birth, they don't know that you're going to be like that. So maybe you need to, con- you know, have a little more conversation here with them and be like, but listen, that's what you know of me now. When you had me on May 24th, 1988, would you have injected a microchip into my bum? Well, that's the question into my butt. My dad said, I said to my dad, because I'm a loser. And he goes, because you exhibited good judgment. So that was really nice. And I thanked him. And then my mom said, I don't think so. Why? To find out when you got abducted? How likely was that? You only got abducted two or maybe three times during your childhood. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Just a couple of times. Nothing to see here, folks. Um, yeah, so that's funny. yeah, my parents have a good sense of humor about this stuff, but that's not to say that they are the end all be all, but that's this is true. just how I am with my parents. No, that's a, That's sweet. I love to hear that. I have a feeling you're going to have more to add to this by next week anyway. So, oh yeah, I'm going to get into it and I'm going <laughs> to. My dad said he would chip me now, though. He's like, I just want to know what's going on in your life. So, you know, Wait. he's chipping me at 34. Are you just, I just thought you said wood chip you, like throwing you into a wood chipper. Like, <laughs> that just really yeah, threw he's me. Yeah, going me. Yeah, no, this he's is going very... To- he would shit me at 34, but not at four. Got so it. that's where my parents are fucking whack. And for okay? the record, I would never throw you in a wood chipper at any age, just to make that oh, well, very that's clear. Sweet. Isn't that sweet? Such I'm a, such a nice such guy. Such a gentleman. Such a gentleman. All right. Well, let us know what you guys think about microchipping. We're going to bring it up on next week's episode. And I'll let you know what my parents say. I already kind of have an idea. I feel like my mom would say, mm. well, my mom's not very tech savvy, so I feel like she wouldn't really care. My dad will think it's a big conspiracy and tell me I'm insane. So I'll let you know next week. 
Yes. No, um, can you? And then I'll report yeah. back about Nadine as well. Yeah, for sure. We'll do- oh, yes. And then I'll text my ex as well. All right, guys. This was a really fun episode. Let us know what you thought. And tune in Sunday. It's a very gory-ish type of episode. So be prepared for that. And yeah. we'll see you next time. Darren, thanks bye. for everything. Check you later. I'll know where you are because I've microchipped all of you. Love ah. you. Okay, bye. Bye.